The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank's Christmas Drought Appeal, helping farmers and communities hit hard by drought. Donate today in the Combank app or visit your local Combank branch. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 27th of November. In your squeeze today, Westpac's CEO is headed out the door. The Australian grandmother freed after facing death row in Malaysia. Lewis's legacy and the Uber Eats ad that keeps on giving. This is your squeeze today. A week is a long time in banking, it seems, Claire. It was only this time last week that we found out that a legal case had been launched against Westpac for falling foul of the anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism finance laws. Now the CEO is gone and the chairman on the way out the door. It's exactly right. It's taken Westpac a little bit to get their heads around exactly what the fallout uh, should be from that investigation from Austrac. Also, of course, they had uh, the Prime Minister, they had the Treasurer, they had the Leader of the Opposition, Anthony Albanese, all coming at them with very angry words about the scale of the breaches and also their reticence seem to really take action against the CEO or any senior executives. Chief Financial Officer Peter King will become acting CEO. Brian Hartzer, who was the CEO, will leave on the 2nd of December. What's next for Westpac? Their chairman, Lindsay Maxted, is also going. He was going to leave at some point next year, but he's brought his departure date forward to early uh, next year. So that means that there's a lot of turmoil at the top of the bank. They now need to find a new boss. They need to find a new head of their board. There's also calls for other board members to leave and also senior executives. So the question really is whether that's enough for investors and and other stakeholders to really just move on or whether there's going to be more disruption there. To other news, 55-year-old Australian grandmother Maria Exposto was convicted by Malaysian authorities in 2014 of drug trafficking after she was caught carrying a backpack which contained one kilo of crystal meth inside. She's been on death row for the past 18 months, though has always maintained her innocence, claiming she was the victim of an online love scam. It's been a real roller coaster for her and her family. She was originally found innocent and then that was overturned turned on appeal by prosecutors uh, and as you say she was sentenced to death. That next level of appeal happened yesterday and she will be freed at some point uh, in the next few days. Um, I did um, have to giggle a little bit when I was reminded about how naive she was about drugs and her defence lawyer said yesterday that when uh, customs officers told her that they'd found ice in her bag she said that that couldn't be possible because it would have melted. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you can find a little humour in some of these stories. (laughs) It wasn't long ago that the biggest news getting around was Donald Trump's announcement that he was removing US troops from northern Syria. Seems they haven't quite vacated though, Claire. They've left 500 troops there and that was something that was discussed at the time. When Donald Trump a couple of months ago announced that those troops were out, there were about 2,000 US troops in the region. 500 though had stayed and of course uh, there was Turkey then coming in with a military incursion that the US didn't get involved in uh, but their partners, the Syrian Kurds, which is uh, who Turkey was really aiming their fury at, uh, had to move back and weren't supported by the 
US. So it's been very interesting to people watching this that the US and the Syrian Kurds have regrouped and are now again fighting uh, Islamic State and the remnants of Islamic State in that region once more. Once more. If you need a bit more info on all of that, I know I certainly did before we did this shortcuts. There is a shortcut on this in your podcast app. Listen to the one on America, Turkey and the Syrian Kurds. And there's also one on Islamic State and all of those moving parts will make sense. News overnight also that 13 French soldiers have been killed in a helicopter collision during an operation against jihadists in Mali. That's in West Africa. This is the biggest single loss of life for the French military since the 1980s. And Claire, Russia is a step closer to being banned from competing in next year's Tokyo Olympics. The World Anti-Doping Agency has long been investigating accusations that a lab in Moscow had deleted uh, from its database several athletes who had had positive drug tests. Of course, there's been long-time speculation that uh, doping in sport in Russia has been a thing and it's been difficult for people to get to the bottom of. But with not much progress made, that anti-doping agency is really stepping up, uh, looking at Russia and that question about whether they should be banned for the next four years, which would include the Olympics. It would also include the Soccer World Cup in Qatar in 2020. Russia is also set to host Euro 2020, which is a big soccer event. Uh, They're going to consider all of that. That consideration will happen on the 9th of December. There's a precedent, of course, for all of this with Russia being banned from the Winter Olympics last year. Now, we haven't actually spoken about Lewis the koala in the podcast as yet. He was in the email. He became famous last week when images of him being rescued from fires by Port Macquarie local Tony Doherty surfaced. Sadly, though, Lewis hasn't survived. He didn't. He was put down yesterday. Uh, They were very sad about that. They'd given him a 50-50 chance last week, but it wasn't to be. Uh, He, though, became the face of what have been very terrible fires in northern New New South Wales. The Port Macquarie Koala Hospital where he had been treated though uh, put out a fundraising call. They're dealing with a lot of injured koalas at the moment uh, and they've raised more than $1.6 million in no small part because of the profile that Lewis built over the last week or so. So he does leave a good legacy. He leaves an amazing legacy. All of those wildlife suffer through those fires of course and it seems we've been a bit remiss in our reporting on heroic animals because we've also failed to tell listeners about Conan, a US military dog who was integral in the raid that killed ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi back in October. Yesterday, he was honoured at the White House. Honoured at the White House. Anyone who was following Donald Trump recently would know a few weeks ago uh, when uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi was tracked down by US forces. Conan was at the front of that and Donald Trump put a photo up on him but couldn't release his his name because it was classified. Uh, that has since, of course, been declassified to the point where he was honoured at a White House ceremony yesterday. So get into the email. There's a good link to lots of pictures about that. Yeah, and you can have a read on, on what Conan's role actually was. And finally, that Uber Eats ad featuring Sharon from Kath and Kim and Kim Kardashian West. If you haven't seen it, see it. Sometimes an ad is made that you just have to see. But we also learnt a bit more about the filming of it. They weren't together, Kate. 
I know that's very sad, isn't it? (laughs) Very sad, but it's um, again a reminder of how amazing uh, technology is these days to realistically depict these sorts of things. It's still a very good ad and the link in the email uh, has a a link to a bit more of a sort of telling of the story of it and um, it's well worth a look. Yeah, It definitely is. If if you're a Kath and Kim fan or a Magda Zabansky fan uh, or even a Kim Kardashian fan, it's well worth a look. Especially just to see Kim Kardashian with a bowl cut. Yeah, you've got to have a look at it. It's 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 very funny. Uh, the email subject line, what have we got today? I've gone for the angels, am I ever going to see your face again, uh, that I put down originally to Kim Kardashian, West and uh, Magda Zabansky, uh, given they weren't in the room face to face. But when I thought about it a bit more, it really does go to those uh, top tier executives of Westpac leaving the bank. Yeah, of course. Uh, do jump into the Squeeze Today email. Plenty more in there. We also have a three-minute squeeze with a very loyal squeezer, Fiona Strang from the New South Wales town of Moree. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you enjoy listening each morning, please leave us a review on your podcast app. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.